Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we are back in action here. The episode 123. Can you believe that? Wow. But before we dive into today's show, let's spotlight the Phillips Law Foundation. They're all about giving back, including helping those experiencing homelessness. Xavier. At their outreach events. If you're in Arizona, text 602-666-5430 to join their volunteer services and be a part of something special. You can check it out, Phillips Law Foundation on social media. Let's make our community better together. What do you say, Okay, let's grab ourselves a refreshment here. I'm thirsty as all hell. get that posture cranked to the roof posture cranked up so we have a hell of a show planned for you you know what i found rick and if those of you don't know rick and boy is rick a character he's been on multiple shows uh he's my my friend who's homeless down there by burger king and i thought he was croaked the last time i saw him he was on heavy perks could barely walk he had an old bullet wound in his leg and the bullet never came out he said and he said the doctor said he's supposed to poop it out, but he never pooped it out. So he's walking around with a limp. But then, randomly driving to the gym yesterday, I saw Rick on the side of the road, a nice sweater on. He perked up, walked over. I mean, he walked over. He's looking healthy. So he was in rehab for nine months. He got off the perkies. And uh, he's healthy and good to go. And I was supposed to, we were, I was supposed to pick him up today, but uh, one of the other friends is... One of his other friends said he went to his sister's house. So I'm going to grab Rick for the confidential pod and really dive into these last nine months, what happened. But I was really hoping I'd have Rick on because he's probably a black belt at being not having a place to live. And I wanted to give some tips to my boy Xavier here because Xavier can't seem to keep a job. That's one thing we're struggling with here with Zave, and I don't really know why. He's had multiple opportunities. He's had places to stay, but he really is not that into hard work when it comes to working. And uh, I feel him on that. I, I never really was into hard work, but at some point you're going to have to work a little bit and keep a job. What do you say? Yeah, for sure. But it's not that. It's just like, I mean, the last time I got fired, it was because of um, a couple of no call, no shows. It wasn't you sh- you doing a shirtless post on social media? Nah, I don't think so. Hopefully not. But um, so uh, why? Are we, so when you're working for someone, you th- sometimes you decide I'm just gonna no show today. No, it's just um like I like I was trained like I trained three hours. This is my excuse. <laughs> I trained three hours at night, and then I can't get myself to fall asleep until like eleven, and I had to wake up at like one in the one or two in the morning to go to work. Okay. And um, I accidentally fell asleep. I could, like I just couldn't get myself to wake up. Mm-hmm. So. And then accidentally, you can't afford a place to live now. So now where you at? Well, I'm staying at Airbnb still. Like I'm affording Airbnb. How are those? I mean, how those are expensive, aren't they? Because I like I work with Alex on the side too. Like we work weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Like. Yeah, I was gonna get 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 talk to Rick there about the hardest part. New friends he made in in uh, rehab. We had a, I had a whole show planned with Rick, and everyone was excited for him to have him back because he's he when he's in good energy like this and he's not all perked out. But boy, is he a funny guy! He's funny as all get out. But uh, first thing we'll do here, we'll kind of 
one. Xavier's got an interesting story. We won't go into full details here, but we'll give him a little uh, of what happened. But first, I want you to put your hand on this book. <clears throat> you swear to say the truth and nothing but the truth, so help me, Lord. <laughs> this uh, is not I'm, funny. Yes or no? Bro, see, you're making real, no. Bro. Are you going to lie or are you going to say the truth? I'm going to say the truth. Put your hand on it. I'm gonna say say yes. <laughs> say yes, daddy. No. Put your hand on it, Zave. No, you're doing no, so No, Zave, I don't give a fuck. Here, put your hand on it. I want the truth, nothing but the truth, so help me. Are you going to lie or are you going to say the truth? You, I don't know. You're making me uncomfortable. The Bible Be, you're making because you're smoking that dope before you come on the show and you're acting uncomfortable. God damn it. Okay, so now you can just lie then. Okay, so... What happened? Xavier put it on his story here, and he got pulled up on. Religion is. He got pulled up on on a guy. A guy pulled up on, on the gas station right across from Burger King there. And supposedly, okay, we're going to say supposedly, the guy had a knife, and Xavier cracked him with the left uh, hook. Actually, I don't allegedly. Know. Actually, he had a gun. He like he was get, Apparently, he was getting chased by the police from the fucking parking lot like to the right of the Circle K. He was getting chased by him. He came running at me. I was on my phone listening to music with headphones on. And I look up and he's just running at me with something in his hand. And I'm just like, in that moment, I'm just like, what the, like, the only thing that came to my head was just like to protect myself. So like I threw a left hook. You swear him. to God, you hit him with a left hook and slept him. <laughs> I swear to God, bro. Now, will you be surprised if I say I have the footage from the, the gas station I popped by there this morning and I got it? No, I wouldn't be surprised. And that's the reason you didn't swear on the Bible right there. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> be real. Just that's be real. That's all I need. <laughs> Bro. Okay, I didn't get the footage yet, but I'm going to pop by there and try <laughs> to get that footage. So Here's we'll stick with your story for now. So Xavier smacked him with a left hook. The cops but, get called. And they roll up. And it was a gun. Yeah, apparently it was a gun. Like, I, I realized that a little bit after it was like, they saw the cop kick it away from him. And I was like, oh, shit. And I, I, like, that's when the, like another cop saw me recording. He was like, hey, put your phone down. You can't record this shit, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And then, yeah. And then. Not, yeah, and then he apparently, like, and then he looked up with, like, another gun in his hand and got shot, like, So he had two times. guns now. Um, got shot, like, eight times. Right in front of Circle K by BK right there? Yeah. Sheesh, what the fuck was he up to? And now he got popped in the head a couple times. Now he's rest in peace. And you saw it? Were you scared one bit? Bro, I I mean, in my head, I'm like, thinking I I, I just almost, like, all I was thinking about was I just almost died. My adrenaline was, like, going crazy. And then, um, like, I just want to know about the. I just don't even want to talk about it that much because he's dead. Well, yeah, he is dead. And that's That's the thing. That's the thing, bro. He's dead. And I feel bad. Well, when you I feel really when, bad when you roll up to when you have a gun and you roll up to someone like you're gonna fuck them up, and then the cops come and then you still got guns. What do you expect? Yeah, bro. Death. Cop shot him a lot. That's wild. That's fucking wild, right? But yeah, he did point the gun at the cop though. Like, if you get a gun pointed at you, I'd be scared too. I probably would have popped him like eight times too. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure they're trained to do that. Yeah. Fucking lose a cop or lose this guy who's causing some serious issues rolling up he probably would have popped you that's now, that would have been bad trying to do i don't think he was trying to rob me anymore he could have been trying to rape you no <laughs> no i'm serious but he was like the cops were over like they like they had they drove right around drove right into the uh circle k like, so they, they were, were chasing him they were hunting yeah like him. he was like he was running into me 
that's why I felt bad because like, he was literally running into me. And then you, bro, he's I dead. just want to see this left hook you threw and how you threw it to <laughs> KO a grown fucking man. He was on something. He was on drugs. He wasn't like. And you went, thing. Where'd you hit him? Bro. On the chin? <laughs> he's dead, bro. Well, yeah. What do you mean? We're getting down to the truth it's of it. Fucked up. It is I'm fucked up. about a dead man right now. Tim's Dude. fucked. Y'all think I'm crazy. He's I would crazy. rather him be dead than you. How about that? No, would you? I'm thirsty. I need some. Never mind. What were you smoking before this? <laughs> some of Ezekiel's weed, bro. I think it's late. Don't buy. Never mind. Oh, my God. Mm. Damn it. Just anxious about everything. Yeah. Well, that is pretty scary, though. Bro, he's dead. I just went through a traumatic experience. I saw him get shot in his head like eight times. Bro. Yeah, that's wild. Right. That's wild. Was it fucking... And I feel like it's my fault. Like, what if I would have just stepped out the way? Maybe he would have ended up getting tased or like. Bro, if you stepped out of the way, then maybe he goes, he either shoots you, he shoots the gas station clerk. Like, what if he wasn't really trying to, like, maybe he just ran into me because I was like, just looking down and looked up and I just get ran it. Like, I just see somebody like. Well, what if. shit was crazy. What if you wouldn't have knocked him out and then a cop's dead or something? It could, dude, it could have been way worse. And this whole thing, I need to ask those clerks if you really knocked him out. And if you're lying, bro, let's go over if there. you're lying, then I can't trust let's you. Go so over just there. say the truth. Bro, I'm telling you the truth. I believe you. He's dead. I don't like I wish we wouldn't even have talked about it on here, but Dude, you gotta talk about it. Get it off your fucking chest. I mean, it is sad, but that guy chose that. <laughs> See, no, bro, for I'm, real. I'm, I know you giggle because you're nervous. I get it. All right, what else we got? Piece. Yeah, that's fucked. That's fucked. It's crazy you saw that. Yeah, it's crazy I saw that. And you're lucky to be alive if that guy was tweaking and was going to fucking... He was either going to steal you, tie you up with your little chain that you like to wear and... You know, <laughs> the little silver chain is fire. Yeah. Should wear it today. No, he's not allowed to wear it on the show. <laughs> he doesn't fuck with Tentacion. <laughs> Let that be known. Tim is an Tentacion hater. Zero percent, because I've never heard his songs... But that little chain you wear, a little sus. It's like it's a, a goat. Is that is that like a little doggy chain, like a little like a it's little, like a kink? Um, did did uh, did what's his face give you that? I don't Jeffrey? know why. Jeffrey? I don't know why X wore it, but um, he wore it. And it's like yeah. the first thing I saw, like the first chain. I've never I saw listened him to his tunes. I've never. He has a documentary to his tunes. on Hulu. Is it good? It. Yeah, it's pretty good. Does he have some good like tunes? He has He's good best, music. Man. Yeah, if he would have right. stayed alive. Been the goat. Okay, I listened to this video about Theo Vaughn and Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson, and he was just talking about how these other countries, they're not going to nuke us. They're, they're going to, and he said it's going to happen. Like, who knows when, but it's going to happen to where they do a cyber attack and all internet goes down. And all electricity goes down. If that happens... What the fuck do we do? Just play Uno. Dude, the I mean, if all internet goes down, I mean, it doesn't matter how much money you have. It, it doesn't have, it matter how much money training, you have bro. in the bank. It doesn't matter. What would matter probably is who has guns and ammo and food. But then things would get scary. What I was thinking, I was like, God, I wish I could just somehow, somehow, you wouldn't be able to contact anyone. Contact all the gym, have them all maybe meet up at 
maybe Sean's house since he's got all those acres. We all have guns. So then we have our little army at least That's to protect us. Shit. Well, then we at least have an <laughs> army real. to protect us because it'd be all fucking chaos, bro. It would be chaos if we lost all internet and all electricity. Be kind of fire. No, it be wouldn't late. be fire. It would be like a video game. It would be hectic as fuck and there'd be bad shit that happens if that happened. So I'm trying to, I was trying to think prepared if that just randomly happened, what the fuck would I do? I would probably like to make it to Lon's house, Mariah's dad's house. Cause he's got just so many guns. They live in the country. Um, but it's like even driving, there'd be bandits on the road that just pull you over, steal your guns, steal your money, do whatever the fuck they want. So even getting that far would be hard. You're out in Waddell, Jay. Yeah. So you you might be able to cruise to Sean's house. He's got some guns. I'll just stay in my room, just chill. Zave Zave <laughs> would be probably the one fucking causing the havoc. Yeah, for real. <laughs> He'd go back to Jeffrey's. <laughs> yeah, cruise to Jeff's. You always got that. Uh, no. Yeah, but I was like, God, if it's like that movie. Remember that movie that came out? Literally, that's what happened. They had like a cyber attack or whatever. Yeah. That one Fuck, we talked bro. about. That is so fucking crazy and scary. If that happens. Okay. Yeah, the good life, brother. Mm Mm-hmm. I got I got some guns. I got some guns, but I don't know. That'd be super scary. I also watched a show called Dumb Money. That was an interesting show. It um, is that about like the AMC shit, the stocks or whatever? GameStop, GameStop stuff. This this guy, this dork, he was pretty smart. It was started a a group. And they didn't sell, and it screwed a lot of people over. A bunch of people made some money. A bunch of people almost made some money, but then they were just too greedy and hung out too long. They didn't pull their money out. Decent little show on uh, online there. You've been watching Love on the Spectrum? Yeah, that was that was actually good. That was actually uh, um, really good. One second here. So that's a that definition of a revolution. You know what a revolution is? Uh, Xavier. Let's start a revolution right now. Now, if, if we try to start a revolution, <laughs> what is a revolution in your in your mind? What? What's revolution mean? I don't know. Like, um, I yeah. don't even know. What does yeah, revolution okay. mean? A forcible overthrow of the <laughs> government or social order in favor of a new system. And that's what that Tucker Carlson was talking about too. Like a revolution's gonna come. Elon Musk could do that shit. That's about it. Save, <laughs> save your chill. Save <laughs> your chill for a little bit. Okay? Yeah. Um. So glad that didn't happen. Well, hopefully it doesn't happen. What else we got here? Yeah, Love on Spectrum is too good. That is just a good, good, good show. If you guys haven't watched it, definitely check it out. Here we got a couple of these things we didn't answer on Patreon yet. Um. It was Don't watch that shit. What? Love on the Spectrum sounds lame as fuck. Don't watch that. Why is it lame? Why would you? What? It's a love. Do you have a problem with slower people? Shit sounds ass. Let's be honest. It's about love. You know brother. what it is? It's about autistic people I know, finding I know. love. Why is it Some ass, bro? F- what? It's about autistic people finding, finding love. Finding Yeah, literally. It fucking <laughs> will melt your heart. Damn, you make me right, tear up. Sounds, make you laugh. Make you everything. Zave. Zave, you're going to get canceled. You're a little shit, bro. Okay, here we go. Here's some of the biggest issues some of our Patreon brothers have in, have in life. Also, welcome. I mean, we had a bunch of new Patreons. Since this Confidential Pod started, it is really uh, lit up. So welcome all the people. And these are some 
some of the biggest issues that they have in their life. Let's see if we can help out a little bit. Let's see if Z- Zave can give him some uh, advice here. <laughs> okay. One of the man, one of the biggest things is I've kind of fallen into a second great depression in life at 30 years old. I feel like I'm actually lucky to still to realize all the things I've realized and internalized today. True hard work, discipline, organization, finances and order. Yet I now feel a tremendous sense of guilt about all the time I wasted in my 20s. It's one giant coulda, shoulda, woulda feeling. Raven Rabbit, 30 years old is such a young age anymore, bro. For real. Back in the old days where they don't know how to eat healthy, they didn't know how to exercise, they didn't know how to do all these things, you get 40 years old and you're old and beat down just from being blue collar your whole life and eating bread and pasta and beers every night. But anymore, 30 is the new 20. It really is. So you could start something at 30 years old. By 40, you're an expert at it, and people want to pay you for your advice. Malik Stanley, I guess wanting a better life but comes with the sacrifice of things I love or have as I create. Nick, trying to motivate my employees to rise to a higher level. Too many people are content with average. I think I read that one last time. Yeah, I think you did. I think you read that last one too. Yeah. Okay, did I? So we'll keep the down is. here. Austin here. Biggest issue for me for me is, is procrastinating. I'm a last-minute type of person. It's been that way forever. One of the things I've truly wanted to fix, but it's so hard because I've just been this way forever. Ever also want to get back in shape. I've let myself go. I'm at 200 and never wanted to see that in my life, but here I am. Uh, procrastination. You find yourself procrastinating, Xavier? Um, maybe a little bit. I uh, feel like you just gotta force yourself to do shit. That's like the main. Key. What about when you're when you don't Forcing sleep good yourself. and you don't you trained hard in the night and then you want to get and you need to get up for work and you're not feeling like it. What would your advice be to that? You got to force yourself to. That's <laughs> the only, that's the, the force. And why didn't you at your last job? <laughs> there, I don't know. I just couldn't a couple, I just didn't wake up a couple times. I just didn't wake up. I don't know. I just didn't. Okay. Fell asleep on accident. I don't know. I, just, I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> um, <laughs> Biggest issue in life here, trying to fuck some sexy puss without getting on it at the clubs. God, I mean, if you're just looking for a puss, I mean, the clubs is probably the place to find it. The thing about those clubs, though, is you got to be at those clubs till 2 a.m., 2.30 a.m. And then most of the time those girls want to go back and party more. And it's like it's a whole night thing. And you got to fuck your sleep up. You got to fuck so many things up to last fucking couple minutes in the sack with some strange. It's just not worth it, really. Okay, here we go, Sam. I'd say managing expectations for goal setting. I tend to set a lot of lots of long-term goals and get discouraged from time to time during the pursuit because it's hard to see tangible progress in a day. Let's go to chat GPT here. How to accomplish long-term goals. Let's see what they say. Accomplishing long-term goals requires a combination of planning, dedication, perseverance, and adaptability. Here are some tips to help you achieve your long-term goals. Define your goals clearly. Break down into smaller tasks. Create a plan. Stay focused. Build habits. Stay motivated. Be flexible. Seek support. Learn from setbacks. Monitor progress. Time management. Self-discipline. There we go. Chat GPT. Thank you for that. I took that uh, that principles test thing. Remember you sent it to me a while ago, Tim? Isn't it good? Yeah, I took the test because I started reading the book. And it said take this test before, like, mm-hmm. writing, like, what? I, it's the uh, Principles by Ray Dalio book. He has this test, and he has people do it. 
He has his employees do it to figure out what kind of just type of worker they are, type of person they are, and then he puts those people into the right places when it comes to his business because everyone's so different. It's an interesting test. What did your test come out to say? Yeah, I I'm took trying, that years I'm ago. I'm looking at my results. I'm trying to find my results again right now, but it was like I wasn't kind of not surprised about what it said. It was like 90-something creative, mm-hmm. and then I'm trying to find the rest. But yeah, it was like a good questionnaire. Like, you know, how do you yeah, it's do you get event. upset easily or like I don't know, just like certain questions I'm like, oh fuck. But I think everybody needs to take that. that. Yeah. That book is fire though, the my principles, like how it guides you to make uh, your own principles. Oh yeah. Life. It's it's uh, the 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 Ray Dalio Principles journal, right? Yeah, it's like a guided journal. Yeah, that's that's better than the, the <clears throat> real book. The real book is really thick and there's a lot of business stuff, but towards the middle is a lot of those gems. But that Life of the Principles, Ray Dalio one, it breaks it down into smaller and it asks you questions. It is a really good book. Yeah. Okay, Trace here. I dropped out of high school to become a fighter, burned all the boats and bet on myself. It's been train, work, train, sleep, repeat for years. And now that I'm a bit older, it's all making less and less sense to me when I'm not trying to be an internet influencer, which seems to be the only way to make a living in the game. Maybe low self-esteem issues, but I just don't think I'm fit for that. Now I'm one foot in, one out, struggling financially and in turn socially and mentally. I just see don't see any other practical option that's fulfilling and will allow me to provide for myself perhaps one day a family without succumbing to economic hardships and losing the will to live later in life. Uh, I mean, dude, you got to just you got to love what you're doing. If you like training, if you like training, if you like martial arts, you like improving in that in turn, that'll make you start improving your health. If you want to be a good fighter, you got to sleep good. You got to try to eat good. You got to stay hydrated. You got to consistently work out. That alone is going to put you in a good mindset. You're going to have a good mindset there. But with fighting, it's like you people, you have to train. I'm telling you, you to make any fucking money, you have to be in it for a goddamn decade. I've said this before. But people are like, man, I'm going to try out fighting. Maybe three years, like two years, I can go pro. It's like you're not even going to scratch the fucking surface in two years, depending on your background. You can, To make any money, you got to be in this fucking sport grinding for years and years and years. So find a little part-time job where you can make some money, get by, and not just buy shit. Just buy shit because you think it's cool at the time. Just Live under your means and practice and practice and grind and grind. A lot of people think, oh, I'm just going to be a fighter, man. I'm going to make some money. I'm going to be a pro. It's like good fucking luck, dude, because it's a long-ass road of ups and then downs and ups and downs. Okay, Adam D., I feel like the biggest issue I have with myself is discipline. I feel I was if I was more disciplined, I wouldn't have any other issues I'm having, but I'm trying to dial in and work one e- and work on everything at once. And it seems overwhelming and something I struggle, but I know if I keep moving forward, being a little more disciplined every day, it will fix most of my issues. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he just like answered his own question. Yeah, 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 yeah. Being disciplined, like, and you know what you're lacking is discipline, but you still don't have the discipline. So, what would you call that, Dave? Uh, being a pussy. <laughs> I mean, you could call it that. Just like lack of uh, 
like over time like you're just eventually like you're just becoming a bigger and bigger and bigger pussy well i mean yeah well you're not really in control yourself just your emotions how you react yeah. to things if you didn't sleep before okay that's gonna affect your your, your decision making if you ate something shitty a day or two ago that's gonna affect your decision making and you're not in any control yeah you gotta be in control of yourself you do, and, you and that has and go, that goes along with being able to force yourself to do things too. And go get get to work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, gotta force yourself to go to work. Force yourself to sleep in. Be a slave. You gotta do it. You gotta do it though. Yeah. Type shit. For real though. Ryan Starrett, being on probation and puffing the herb, knowing when to stop smoking and give myself enough time to fake the piss test. I feel you there, Ryan. I mean, fuck. Fake pee. I mean, that's an option. Yeah, I don't. Even, I don't know. It just sucks because it's like I don't think smoking the herbs that bad, but sometimes it is fucking bad. Zave, I don't know if you should be smoking the herb because then you just don't show up to work. I don't smoke that much. I don't condone smoking. Smoking's bad. I, I wouldn't say it's. it's I wouldn't say it's bad, but I think for young people it's bad. And if it's it takes your motivation away, and you have things set, and then you smoke, and then you don't do them, I think it is bad. Then I don't think you should smoke under like twenty five. My biggest issue in life right now is staying disciplined day to day. Even though I correct the things to do in order to make my goals happen, I continue to make the same mistakes, like going off my diet, smoking too much weed, or not focusing on the right things. Noah, that's welcome to the club, brother. That's probably a hundred percent of humans. It really is. Josh Atencio, time, balancing between working, being a dad, doing things that I enjoy, and being there for the loved ones. I kind of had to create a hierarchy of what's important, but it's tough. Same thing, Josh. Everyone's in that boat. Biggest issue is trying to balance working a full-time manual labor job, training consistently, spending time with my girlfriend, family. Again, again I'm warning everyone's doing it. You got to be thankful that you're even in this country. You even have the opportunity to have a job. You got two arms, you got two legs, you got two eyes, two ears, more than a lot of people. So really, if you need to have a fucking good perspective or, or change the perspective around a little bit, think about how bad shit could be. Think about if your girlfriend just got in a head-on fucking collision and died. And be like, wow. Or your family, your Let's friend. Go. No, it's fucked up. Your family, your friends, they're healthy. Your girlfriend's healthy. You could focus on that. Literally, I was listening to this video uh, about how you're just, your mind is literally shaped about what happened. By what happened in the past. And what is happening uh, listen to this video. This is actually an interesting video of this Lawrence Krauss. He's one of the, like, the top physicists in the world. And this is his, he, he's talking about f faith here. It's here. And so w we should never take anything on faith. That's really the mantra of science, if you want. That faith is the enemy of science. We often talk about a loss, loss of faith in the world today. I, I, you don't lose anything faith. by losing faith. Okay? What you gain is reality. And so skepticism plays a key role in science simply because we also are hard But This is a full video of him talking about faith. Like, it's interesting. I mean, it's just a perspective. It's a perspective from him. God damn it. I wish I had a whole video and I just fucking fucked that up. It's on big. It's on this uh, website. It's interesting. It's called BigThink.com. They have scientists, physicists, philosophers, authors 
talking about different subjects real deep. What up, Sugar Shane? Real deep. Uh, it's definitely an interesting show. Hey, Sean. This fucking little red fuck, uh, he uh, witnessed a murder. Dead ass. Right at Circle Care across from Dead Burger ass. King. He knocked the guy out. And then the, the cops hook. came and a gun came out when he woke up and the cops put bullets in him. And he had he has stories on his Instagram. He's got a black guy and he's going to get a teardrop after this. That's not funny, Zave. A fucking guy died. No, no, the cops did. Black guys from my bro, COVID. Yes. Right in front of him. I think he's a hero. He saved the clerk. He could have saved a cop. Type shit. African. Mexican. I think he was Mexican. No, he was white or black. He was Mexican. Mexican? Yeah. So. <laughs> fucked up, So dude. we're dealing with some trauma here. One of my peoples. Here. Yep. What up, Sono Man? How are you, brother? Good, brother. How are you? What's up, G? Okay. No, no, no. I'm good. Sono. Oh, you know, you're good. Okay, Brian, Brian here. Biggest issue in my day-to-day is overcoming insecurities. Most of the insecurities I have are about the way I look. Not that I'd say I'm a bad-looking guy overall, but there's a few things that as soon as I start a conversation, especially with girls, of course, it makes me feel pretty insecure. Like the one thing they're noticing, things like acne in my teeth. Brian, I feel that, brother. I, I mean, I've been there. I've been fucking insecure. <laughs> I mean, still fucking insecure. You insecure at all, Dave? What are you insecure about? Um, letting myself down, being ashamed. About what do you mean? Like I'm worried about like the, those are the things that I would, would be insecure about. Like what are you letting yourself down? Like making myself ashamed of myself, feeling disappointed about myself. Well, so now, like and m- missing training and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you miss training, though, and you're working, I mean, I understand it. People have to miss training because they have to work. That's just part of it. You're not going to be able to make every single session. Yeah. Um, Jay, you got some insecurities? Insecurities? Nah. Damn. You're 100% comp. Yes. Unless, like, what do you mean? Like, when I'm with a girl type shit? Maybe when you're talking to a girl, maybe... Are you insecure? Anytime you look in the mirror, are you insecure about everything? No, I'm hot as fuck. Okay. So I'm only insecure, like, if, like, I like the girl and, like, I kind of start overthinking it type shit. Like, damn, like, <laughs> am I saying the right thing to this? Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? If I really like her, but, like, if I don't care for her, I don't really. Yeah, Brian. I mean, people deal with the acne thing all the time. When you, Once you get older, maybe you can get some Invisalign. That really helped me. I had some fucking snaggle teeth, too, dude. And the Invisalign helped. And you can just you can do a monthly payment if you want, or you can pay it all up front. And then the acne thing, that's just part of being younger and growing up. I mean, yeah. acne is acne. Yeah, when I was, like, in high school, I was very insecure. I had a lot of acne and shit. Yeah, I think everyone ends up going through it. But eventually, you're going to find the right soaps, the right the right thing. Do you remember that proactive up. shit everybody was on? I used to hop on that real quick. I didn't help me. It fucking made my shit worse. Really? Yeah. Okay. Blaine dead. My breath always smelling bad lately. Even tongue scrape, good hygiene, did dig long fast, did a long fast to fix the gut. Always some gunk in the throat messing with my breath makes it so I don't want to talk to every people. Yeah, Blaine, I mean, what's it called? What's it called? Uh, halitosis? Halitosis, I think. Look up that because that's a that's a breath thing where people just have bad breath and I think they can prescribe you some different things to help with that. But who knows? You could have a rotten tooth back there that's, that's, I was that's causing some issues. Um, the one time I had this like 
I had this fucking thing about three inches long that they use for wrestling, and I had a, a nosebleed in wrestling. And you jam it up into your sinus, and it inflates, so it really just shuts your whole sinus off. And I went back to wrestling, and then I lost it. I'm like, where the fuck did that thing fall out? And for weeks, I'm like, just had a stuffy nose. Breath started stinking. I'm like, what the fucking fuck? I have no idea. And then randomly, I stuck my finger so far up my sinus, and then I felt the end of that thing up in my sinus. Oh, my God. It felt like a, like a sponge, and I almost wanted to panic and freak out. Tweezers couldn't fit up there. So I started to kind of blow, and then I just started freaking out and just, like, blowing my nose, and then, foof, it came out, and it was about three inches long. Probably an inch wide, just green, nasty. nasty as fuck, dude. Thank God I didn't get an infection from that, uh, but that sucked. Yeah, but Wayne, look into it. Keep doing some research. Research some halitosis. Maybe you can go to the dentist and just just don't be ashamed to tell him your issue, what's going on. Always keep some gum handy. That's not too bad. That one could be worse, Wayne. Sorry, I'm not supposed to mention. Loved ones <laughs> dying and loved ones getting diseases that can be fatal. Having no control over what's to come of that. Fuck, that's I know, dude. Yeah, like, I'm I'm not looking forward to that happening in my life with my family and people. But I have to just try to find books and different things, ways to deal with it. Like Bro, maybe even going to a. Th- say it is what it is. Yeah, easier said than done, though. Easier said than done when a person you're used to talking to and they have this disease and they die and then they're just literally not there to talk to anymore. Fucking A's. I mean, that one's one's probably going to be the toughest. That's got to be the toughest pain on the planet. Really, is a loved one dying. It hurts your heart so bad. But there's got to be ways to deal with it. There's got to be ways. For real. Especially on the internet, talk maybe find th- find some therapists. What ad- advice their theirs would be, and then just hopefully it gets better. But yeah, that's a tough one. Fuck. And maybe I'll be able to relate when it happens more. But goddamn, Henry, being confident in myself, especially in regards to taking fights, put all the work in, dot my eyes and cross my t's. But having that confidence and belief is my biggest problem right now, Henry. Again, that's another one that every everyone goes through. Everyone goes through that when it comes to a fight. Some people are more confident, blah, blah, blah. But most people are scared of what can happen. But your biggest thing is literally you've got to do your best on focusing on what you can control. Because in fighting, random things happen. And if in training you're you're having tough practices, you're going out there. I mean, you're going out getting completely fatigued in practice and you're not giving up. Just trust yourself. You're not going to give up. If you're conscious in the fight, you're going to keep moving forward. You're going to keep focusing on your techniques, trying to win the fight. Just being present, being in that moment, focusing on what you can control. That's the bit. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. So don't try to think about the outcome so much. It's hard. Fuck, I know it's hard. Fighting, as soon as you, you have a fight coming up, it's hard. It just takes over your mind. African child 299 trying to find a house to buy it my as a first time home buyer I look for a handful of these houses but either accept an offer right after but I look at it or has problems that needs fixed that's not too big of an issue bro you got to be thankful you're even in that position where you're looking for a house something'll pop up Andres going to school full time working full time and training every day not knowing if I'm doing that doing it's right cuz even though I'm making a lot of money and doing what I love 
I mean, yeah, you you, you got to enjoy it, dude. You got to look at the good things you got going on in life. Be thankful for what you have. Be thankful you have a job. Be thankful you have money in your bank. And be thankful you can train and that you're healthy enough to train. Okay, next one. I am 200K in debt and knowing I'm going that into a field that I don't like. Plus, I have to start my clinicals for nine months and five of them I will essentially be homeless. I'm more worried about not being able to train, not really about living anywhere. I'm currently a fighter and now and know I have a future in it. And I've found my true passion as I've read things from Robert Greene talking about that you, you intuitively know what your true passion is once you found it and not to quiet the voice once you do. Yeah, it's interesting. However, I can dwell on the situation I'm in or I can be grateful that I'm going to have a job that will pay well, allowing me to pursue my fight dreams. I can be grateful I'm in position to be able to change part of the medical field that's broken. I can be grateful that I'm not at war. I have my legs, have my eyes. That's it, honey. You got it fucking dialed in already, brother. Let's go. Finding the motivation to continue university. Not sure if it's the right course, if I'll even want to use it in the future, but feel it was a waste of Waste not to complete my degree. Feeling kind of lost what to do. I think a lot of people are in that situation too, dude. Just kill yourself. (laughs) You are a dark little shit, aren't you? For real. That's the answer. Chill. Is that what XX Tenacium would say? For real. That's dark. Is that dark humor? Yeah, that's dark humor. Yeah, Yeah, I mean. Don't kill yourself. A lot of people. (laughs) Fucking this kid. He's got some fucking screws loose. For real. Um, <clears throat> find some motivation to continue. Yeah, dude, I don't know. With the, with the whole university stuff, I'm like, fuck. Then you hear Naval talk about these degrees and what they do. Like how, I hate to say it, but worthless they are. Fuck, I wish I was the one to give advice about that, but I don't think I am. Short-term dopamine, that's one of his biggest problems in life. I think there's a lot of people's problems with fucking short-term dopamine. You, ha- you want to... You're bored, so you want a quick bust. Watch porn. It's a lot of people's fucking issues right now. Just have not having the confidence to invest my money. I feel the same way, Pete. It's like, what the fuck do you invest your money in? You see this Robin Hood shit. I try to invest a little money on there, but then it's like, I watch that that show, Dumb Money, and that it makes it look like Robin Hood's just a bunch of sketch balls that you can't trust, and they can just shut things off at any time. And I've never even tried to get my money out of Robin Hood. Some people say it's a huge pain in the ass. I'm like, fuck, I don't know where to put my goddamn money and invest in anything. Buy some chains. Buy some fucking chains, I guess. Fuck. Here we go, my brother Jewish John here. Just started at college, already not feeling it. I'm one month into jujitsu already, submitting blue belts, but I'm nowhere close to being good enough at MMA to just throw college out the window and just fully focus on MMA. How can I thug it out? Jewish John, what are you going to college for, brother? I, I'm interested in hear what you're going to college for. Uh, hey, hey, uh, Xavier, think you could shut those doors for us? Josh, weed smoking every day, most of the day, but I still productive as fuck with work and exercise, and life's going good. I know I should cut it down, but love it too much. A lot of people are dealing with that. Consisting in building a regimen for a schedule that's constantly changing. Pretty constant negative talk, Slew says. Hey, Slew, on that one, the more, the more, un- I mean, the more shit you do, go lift, 
do a cold plunge. The more shit you do that's hard and uncomfortable and not fun, the 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 better that self-talk will get. But if you constantly listen to it and just keep fucking being a puss, it's just going to get worse. Alex here. Built a big-ass business at 22 to 23, multi-six figures profit per month, and I lost everything because of bad partnership, having a hard time building another biz back up. Yeah, that would be tough. That would be tough, but you probably learned a lot of lessons in that. You probably learned a lot of things. Get back on the horse, Alexis. It'll be good. Uh, Aljamain, yeah, Aljamain, he came out with this thing, and it's just, I don't know why, we've always been nice to him, but he just came out with so much hate in his last, uh, aerial interview, and I don't, maybe it's not hate, maybe I just see it as hate. Uh, Aljamain says, in terms of styles, it's a good fight, don't get me wrong, I'm going to watch it, it's just kind of funny that the UFC felt that need to stack this card so much to make it feel like Sean is a draw. It's actually comical, because I know people were kind of trying to shit on the UFC 300 card, I'm like, well... A lot of those fights that people probably would have wanted for UFC 300 are on 299 for whatever reason. Doesn't make, doesn't take much to kind of draw conclusions. If you want to build somebody up, you build them up, and you bring in other eyeballs with all these other people. Um, Sterling 34 is ready to make his debut. I think Cheeto has to play the long game. He says. I think playing the long game, he needs to chip away. I think he his. His gas tank will start to take over, and I think his durability will start to take over, Sterling said. I don't think Sean is as durable, and I don't think mentally he's as tough. Damn, so I wonder what he thought when he saw Peter Yon, him and Peter Yon just go to fucking battle on the feet. That he's just not mentally tough? I think Jury's still out of it. Again, if he wants to say, well, I beat the greatest band of weight just to make himself feel better. I mean, it's between myself and Dom Cruz at this point. But if he wants to use that as like, well, what does that mean about you? I'm just calling it how I see it. I'm looking at his fights from the past where he got hit and then he kind of just rolled over. The one with Cheeto. I mean, that's crazy because. Yeah, definitely Aljo got hit in that fight with Sugar and he definitely face planted and then rolled over. Um. I I just, and I'm sure it does burn Aljo. I'm sure it fucking does. He wakes up and he's like, oh my God, this skinny fucking twig, tattoos, colorful hair, does all these goofy shit, face planted me with the right hand. I'm sh- and, and you can tell it just burns him. There's fights that you can look at and be like, I'm sure where he's really at. In a five round fight that goes a distance, if it goes a distance, I don't think Cheeto, I think Cheeto gets stronger. Various, very previously defeated O'Malley. Blah, blah, blah. O'Malley has improved significantly since that first bout. However, will likely enter the rematch more than a two-to-one betting favorite. Sterling wouldn't be surprised if that's exactly how it plays out. If Sean could land big damage, make it count, let Cheeto wear it, I think he can kind of discourage him a bit, Sterling said. He's going to have the speed advantage and say it. He's like, oh, Cheeto, you're slow, you're too slow, you won't be able to hit me. But the thing about this, a guy who uses a lot of footwork, if O'Malley wants to keep circling around the cage and using all these feints, that uses up so much energy, and he cuts a lot of weight also. Just because he doesn't cut as much as me, he's also just as lean as me, so when he cuts down, he loses a lot. And I think in a situation like that, if he's not effective that energy with that energy output, I think that we're, Cheeto can get him. But again, I think Sean is a better skilled fighter in this matchup. She doesn't have a wrestling background, but if O'Malley trips and slips in a banana peel again, hurts his big toe, and Sean ends up on his back, I think the fight ends the exact same way it did the first time. Sterling continued. 
I think Cheeto's a little bit more proven and tested, and that can be the distance. I just think at this point you've got to be real with yourself and your analysis when you're approaching these fights. I just hope Sean is doing the right things to get himself prepared for this. It's like, Aljo, what the fuck do you think, dude? And let's see. All right, we're going to see. Five rounds. Five rounds. But it seem, does it seem like he's hating a little bit? Or he's just, yeah, he's just he got just a little bitter? Yeah, he seems kind of bitter. Which I get it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like everybody would be a little salty. I get salty. it. Yeah. But it's like, what does that say about you? If he's just not durable, he's not this, he's not that. And he face-planted you, brother. You got to remember know. that. Got to give some respect to that a little bit. No one's been able to do that to you, Aljo. Got to give a little respect to it, but... Guess not, whatever. Whatever, I think he... I don't know if he's going to win as well. But. Okay, how do, how women select men? Here's a female psychology thread. Women have two conflicting instincts, instincts when choosing men. On one hand, women have the natural imperative, select optimal genetics, traits, alpha males. Would you say you're alpha males, Dave? I'm as alpha as it gets, bro. <laughs> okay. Fire. Father, you just love me. On the other hand, women want men who can material provide for their families, commit to a long-term relationship, enjoy interacting with children. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. He said, yeah, no. Nah. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, fuck. Um, you got to remember, Z's like 20. I just want the sex and the top. Dude. <laughs> You can't be just doing the sex on the top. If you, dude, you gotta fucking be. <laughs> you need to be wrapping that little pickle of yours. For real, raw. No more fucking. Shout out, raw gear. Dude, raw no, gear. no. If you have any more kids, you're getting kicked out of the gym. I might kick another. you out and say you go fucking fend for those. Bro, I'm not gonna have any more kids. All right, no more I'm, raw I'm, shit then. I'm infertile. Okay. Yeah, I apparently. Um, what else we got? I thought I had more shit than this, but like I said, Rick was supposed to come on, canceled. It's hard when you have a full pod canceled, and then they don't come in. We get the fights this weekend. Molly McCann, uh, Hanato Moicano versus Drew Dober. This Hanato Moicano guy is fucking scary. He could be the champion at 155. He fucking hits hard. He's got great cardio. He's got great jujitsu. He's a big dude. He's a scary motherfucker. He's fighting Drew Dober. That'll be an interesting battle there. Prelims. We got the Molly McCann back in action. And then nothing really crazy on that one. And then the week after that, we got Jack Hermanson, Joe Pfeiffer. I think Joe Pfeiffer might knock him out. Dan Ige, Andre Feely. That's a sweet, sweet battle there. Michael Johnson's back in action. Rodolfo Vieira, Dan Ige. And the week after that, we got uh, UFC 298, which will be a good good battle. But like I said, this this every Friday, the people have been loving it because we've really been going off a little bit. Maybe maybe a little bit too much on the confidential show. We got me, Schmitty, Luke on there. Last week's was the Schmo. The Schmo went off. We got so fucking cooked, the Schmo's eyes were crossed on the last <laughs> confidential pod. And that video is only on Patreon, the full hour, hour show. And there's a private Spotify link that you can use on that. And I'm going to be coming out with one of those every single week. This week, I'm going to have Rick on from the streets, Rick. Maybe Xavier. Maybe Rick can give uh, uh, Xavier some pointers when it comes to uh, street living and some advice to get by. Be fine. Which will be good. Um, other than that, 
we're about to do a striking uh, striking practice for all my competitors right now. And everything else is good. I got my boot off my ankle. It's been 10 weeks. My boot's off. I'm wearing shoes now, which uh, feels really good. I don't know how much those stem cells and all that peptides um, helped, but the doctor said that Achilles is strong, real strong. So, other than that, hope you guys enjoy the show. Sorry, I mean, I had a whole shit planned. The guy didn't come. I already said that. But I'm I, here. I saved the day. Xavier saved the day with his story. I wish he would he would have came clean a little bit more, but um, who knows. Rest in peace to that guy. So, check out this small clip right here of last week's confidential show. And let me know what you guys think. Like and comment below. I appreciate it big time. And love you guys. See you next week. Bye-bye. At least my dad didn't fuck me. Yeah. Hey, Hamza, got a theory? Hamza, you're the big bad wolf who's real big. Go fight Pereira. Oh. Dude, he's got a chance against Pereira. He's got Go a chance of getting his back. Pierre for 300. He's but no, is Pereira ready for 185? I don't know. No, make Hamza, who who said he would be a three-division champ, make him fight Pereira at 205. That's Dude, what I they, want. They, Imagine Dana comes out with that main event. Okay, so if that doesn't happen, Hamza versus Jared Cannonier. Number one contender fight. That'd be fun. No, it's a real fun. win. Could it's it, a real could it main event the 300? No, but, but. 